Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about what you do in the bedroom tonight. Yes, it's one of those shows. It's after nine o'clock, and we want to talk about what you do in the bedroom. We all know what goes on in the bedroom, don't we? Don't we? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Think about it, okay? You go into your bedroom, you take your clothes off, you're relaxed, you pop into your pyjamas or your negligee, you climb into bed with your partner. Ooh, I know, Helena. Don't be getting, don't be getting all excited there, Helena. <laughs> Sorry, what are you saying? I'm certainly not. I'm just saying, don't be getting excited. So you get into the bedroom, Helena, with your partner. Oh, stop talking. I'm, I'm just saying, right? You get into your negligee and he pops into his pyjamas, his little PJs, or his wife runs or whatever he wears. And said, you lie down on the pillow and you look at each other. But you're so tired you fall asleep. And <laughs> you can relax, Alina. That's what I want to talk about. When you fall asleep, we have dreams. And over the last two or three months, particularly over the last month of lockdown, so to speak... Everybody is saying because our sleep patterns have been disturbed and there's so much information coming into us from the media, all the different stories emerging in relation to COVID-19, a lot of people are quite frustrated. A lot of people are very scared. Some people don't take it too seriously at all. But in saying that, we're all having dreams. People are having more and more dreams, according to the experts. Now, one man who understands dreams more than anybody, including me, is Michael Sheridan, who's Ireland's favourite dream expert. He's appeared on Ireland AM. He even has his own station. He's been on the BBC as well and has his own his radio host with his own show on KKNW. And he joins me on the line. Michael Sheridan, good afternoon to you. Hello, Niall. Uh, that's the most interesting introduction I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> See, they, they all didn't know where I was going with that one, Michael. That, that was the problem there. <laughs> Well, Michael, I yeah, mean... I was going to phone my kids up and say, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, were your children listening? It is after nine o'clock, so okay. But anyway, Michael... <laughs> Michael, I mean, look, everybody I've spoken to recently has talked about disturbed sleep, change in sleep patterns. And this, I, I imagine, is leading to us having more dreams or confusing dreams. Is, is that the case? Is it because of our sleep patterns are being kind of disturbed at the moment and different? Does that lead us to having more dreams? Well, definitely, if your sleep pattern is changed, it will be that you remember more dreams. We all have about the same number of dreams all the time. It's, mostly, we don't remember our dreams. We just tend to remember the ones uh, you know, that we have last just before we get up, before yeah. we wake up. But... Um, but if so, if you if you're bored because you can't go out and you end up going to bed earlier and you sleep better, you're definitely going to remember more dreams. Okay, so in, in other words, the more relaxed you are, the, the better chance you have of remembering yeah. your dreams. Now, yeah. I do want people to text because in. Because your sleep is lighter. Of course, and I want people to text or phone in tonight. The number, by the way, the WhatsApp number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Text or WhatsApp in uh, what dreams you've had recently, and we're going to try and interpret some of those dreams and what they mean. So it's oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. WhatsApp or text in the dreams you've had recently. Now you're saying there that you remember the last dream. So how long does a dream actually last? Is it, somebody told me before it lasts like a fraction of a second, but to us it seems like the whole yeah, night. Yeah, very very brief. Yeah, very brief. Um, you know, some dreams are longer than others. And it's always interesting, you know, um, that you can wake yourself up from a dream, even like get out of bed and try, you know, get away from the dream because it was an unpleasant one. And you go back to bed and you're into the exact same dream. So it's always intriguing. 
So well, then um, why can't we decide what we... Why, well, if that's the case, right, and, you know, because we're worried about that falling off the cliff or that running up the stairs to the scary person or whatever it happens to be, and then we, we get up, we wake up, have a cup of tea, we go back to bed and we have the same dream, why can't we decide what we want to dream about? So if I lie there and go, okay, I want to dream I'm lying, you know, on a nice sunny beach somewhere, why can't I do that? I know, I know. And if I could, if I could write a book that told you how to have the dream that you want, it would be a bestseller. Um, you you kind of can. You can say that you can meditate and kind of program yourself over a number of nights to say, I'm going to have a dream that gives me the answer to X, whatever X is. But it's not necessarily going to come in the form that you want. Um, you know, so if you want to dream about your heart throb and, and, and that sandy beach, that's almost impossible. But you can get dreams. You can force dreams that are going to give you answers to what's going on. But generally what we dream about uh, our default setting is to dream about what's the most important thing that we need to look at it uh, right now. But our dreams use whatever's going on in our minds as the backdrop. You know, it isn't necessarily what the dream is about, although you can tell a lot about the dreamer from the background. But there's other things in the dream that uh, are more important. You know, so if you watch a horror film, you're probably going to have a nightmare. But the, the message of the dream isn't that Frankenstein is after you. You know, it's, it's going to be something different. That's why my mother wouldn't let me watch the Hammer House of Horrors when I was when I was only a young fellow on Saturday night. Remember the <laughs> double bill that used to be always on. But in saying that, is yeah. it is a dream? As somebody told me before from the scientific point of view that a dream is your brain, like, like you'd say you would defrag a hard drive and you would sort out your hard drive essentially sorts out all the bits of information and puts them all in the right place. Is a dream our brains sorting out memories that we've had during the day or things that we may not have been completely conscious of that we passed by and we didn't really look at it, but it, but it happened? And our dream, our kind of dream is our brain putting all this into some sort of order. Well, I, 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 there could be an element of that to it, but I, the very fact that you can uh, work on something and remember it during the day before you go to sleep says our brain doesn't need us to sleep to sort things out. Um, but really, what tends to happen is your dream just uses things that have gone on. And they're used as part of the dream. They're not necessarily key to the dream. But if, like if you got caught in an elevator, you're probably going to have a dream where you're caught in an elevator. But then something else would happen. You'd be talking to an elephant in the elevator or something, something bizarre. And it's the difference in the dream that's important, not the mundane thing that already happened to you in life. And because these are bizarre, these dreams, that you will be on a flying elephant or you'll be up in the clouds or you'll be doing something that we know we can't do in real life, um, does that not mean that we should be all able to control it or realise we're dreaming and have what they call lucid dreams where we, we, we kind of go in our dream, OK, I know this is a dream, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly or I'm going to do this. Or Why can't we have more control if we actually realise we're dreaming because it's so bizarre? Because in the dream, we still know what the dream is about. So if the dream is, is getting you to address some fear you have, or, you know, it might be public speaking, or might, something that you know you're going to have to do, or that you're trying to work on, it could even be something you're willingly trying to improve in your life. Um, and, like, change of career, and you're scared about, you know, will it work, or will this new person I, I fancy like me, and all that sort of stuff. Those fears show up in our dreams. Um, but... Even because we know what it means, uh, that's why when we even know it's a dream, we still have a fear because we know what the message was. But it all depends on the level of lucidity you reach, and there are several different levels. So if you can get to the point where it's just a dream and say to yourself, I'm going to disregard everything, then you can fly around. And that's what a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And there are techniques that you can, you can use to 
make sure that, you know, within two or three days, you'll be able to notice that you're dreaming. Um, You know, the the easiest technique is check everything. So if you look at your watch in the dream, look at it again. And if if it's a dream, the time will have changed. Or if you're reading a book, check it twice and it'll be a different page. So you can... Practice that during the day. You look a bit mad, you know, looking at your watch twice <laughs> yeah, and so on. Yeah, yeah. But, but you will carry that habit into your dream. And it doesn't matter that you're on the flying elephant, but when you look at your watch twice, you'll go, oh, wow, it's a dream. You know, it's not the elephant gives it away, but just the habit. And then you can do all sorts of interesting and fun things. And what are the most common dreams? Are there ones that we all kind of commonly have, I suppose? You know, I used to hear the stories of people having dreams about their teeth falling out or people having dreams about, you know, walking yeah. up endless stairs or down endless hallways. Are they the kind of common dreams? Yeah, there, there's about 10 dreams that everybody, you know, well, 60% of people have at least one of them, which is a huge um, thing. Like doing the leave search, you were talking about the leave search there earlier. Yeah, that's, but that's a very disappointing dream. story for a lot of students who wanted to do it, but mind you, quite happy for some who didn't want to do it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever remember wanting to do it. Yeah. I remember yeah. <laughs> feeling like it was a gun to my head. But uh, yeah, so it, but, but even that, that's a good dream, even though in the dream we always dread it. But like when you think about what you do in the leave search, uh, once you've done that, your life has changed. You're, you're, you're into now an expanded period of your life. You, you can do something different that you've never done before. And so it always indicates in the dream state uh, that you're ready to move into something better, on, away from what you're currently working on into something better. And so it's always a good dream. But it, you can have that dream over and over again throughout your life, but it means different things because it just means whatever's going on at, at that time in your life, uh, you're getting an endorsement in your dreams to say, you know, what that thing you're thinking about, about doing, go ahead and do it. It's going to be good. And can dreams, now I know this is kind of, we're getting down into the psychic territory here, but can dreams predict the future? I, well, I don't believe probably anything can predict the future. I think you make your own future and your own destiny. But do dreams set us on a path, I suppose, would be a better question. Yeah, you're right about, you know, we, we and I'd be the same, that we do, we can change our own future, or we, we <laughs> but it's like, kind of like if I smoke all the time, I'm setting my future to be very likely that I'm going to get cancer or something like that. You know, so it's your dreams can predict the likely outcome of your current actions, and and so they will do that. Um, but the way they show it in a dream is anything that's in front of you or up ahead in the distance indicates what's further on your path. But again, it's not a definite is def, is going to happen. Um, generally it's, it's about like, this is where you're heading. So if you're in, if you're not being expressive in your relationship, if, if this, you're holding back and so on, then you can have a dream saying, look, that relationship's going to end. But, but it's a pretty good indicator that that's exactly what's going to happen. Because that's, what's going, on in, that's, because that's what's going on in your unconscious mind, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And why do we have dreams and nightmares? So why would we have a nightmare rather than having a nice dream? I mean, particularly if we haven't watched a horror movie and there's nothing nasty going on in our lives, but we, we, but we actually have <laughs> yeah. a nightmare rather than a dream. Why, why is that? So a lot of people are having more nightmares now because of COVID-19, and they're dreaming about um, fighting Germans or being in a war, but it's usually Germans are the ones that they're fighting. Okay. Uh, and it's because people are afraid of the germ or the COVID-19 germ. So it's, it's the way dreams just tie things in is um, like an infection or an invasion of a virus. I suppose when we think of a war, we think of, we think of the Germans. Yeah, because, of course, because they were in yeah, World yeah, War II. Yeah, World War II or whatever yeah. it is. Okay, uh, okay. So, I, I've um, some messages here. But, but the other thing is a nightmare, a nightmare is a dream you're definitely going to remember. So it's like uh, they're 
better because the recall is really good because your senses are so heightened and you can remember all the detail in the dream. Yeah. But the interpretation doesn't have to be negative. All right, well, look, if people want you to interpret their dreams, and I know you do interpret people's dreams to some degree, you can, um, and obviously you're better than most people, uh, and the number is 87 That's 87 You can text or WhatsApp. Hi, Noel. I had a crazy dream there last night where I, uh, I was after stealing a bicycle, and uh, all night it was like these different people trying to chase me to get this bicycle back because it was a, a, some kind of a special bike. And uh, there was just people in it from my past, like from long ago, and it was just, the whole thing was just bizarre, to say the very least. Right, okay, so he stole a bike and people from his past were chasing him, looking for the bike. Any ideas what that might be, Michael? Yeah, so bikes are about balance. They're about um, expression of feeling. That's what balance and dreams is nearly always about. And a lot of people have uh, dreams about the heart because it's the biggest um, issue people in the West have. It's like, it's the, it's the biggest killer of like 51% of people die from heart-related illness. And so our dreams, a lot of people's dreams encourage them to express themselves because your heart needs uh, a two-way flow of uh, not just the blood supply, but a two-way flow of energy and feeling. So uh, you express your feelings and allow other people to express theirs. So here in this guy's dream, so when he's stealing the bike, he doesn't feel entitled to express his feelings. And so it's like, if I take the bike, it's, I really shouldn't. And something from his past, it's always, almost always going to be the past in a dream, uh, has made him feel that that's the case, that he shouldn't do it. He should put the bike back. And, and um, the, relev- so the relevance... On, some point in his life. Yeah. The relevance of the people that he hasn't point, met in years from his past. It, it can be, and that would be very important. So you'd say, like, who showed up? Who is in... And it, it could be, oh, well, there was a girl I fancied, and I, I never made a move. And so on, you know, so then we'd know, okay, it's about um, uh, not taking action, not expressing yourself when you really wanted to. And that, in fact, is one of the, the dreams that has really uh, spiked um, because of COVID-19. People are regretting wasted opportunities uh, right. where they, you know, you feel like I could have done all of this. And here I am now locked in. And I, I you know, I didn't go meet with friends. I didn't uh, experience life the way I wanted. I didn't take that trip to Italy. So all those type of things that people haven't done are showing up in the dreams now, and it, it's going to happen for a period of time. Okay, well, hold on a second. Michelle, you're on Classic Kids. How are you, Michelle? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. What, what do you dream of, or what have you dreamed of? Well, I've been having really weird dreams lately, but one of the other ones I had the other night was, it was like my family dog, um, my old family dog, attacked me and kind of bit my hand, and then it died. Okay, so your old family dog, who's not around anymore, obviously. No, not alive. Okay. And he bit you, and, the do- and then he died. And then he died. Okay. So, and did you feel it was kind of your? <laughs> did you feel it was kind of your fault that he died? Then that you poisoned him or something when he bit you? Or <laughs> no, 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 not at all. It just was weird to me. I, I've been having really weird dreams lately. And and is the dog in all yeah. your dreams? No, no, not all of them. It was just that one. Okay. All right. Well, Michael, her old dog bites. But the her other and- night, I had a dream where I was kind of half awake, and someone slapped me on the shoulder, and I woke up, and no one was there. Oh. It felt like I was well, it'd be worse if somebody asleep. was there. <laughs> <laughs> it would be worse if somebody was there and you didn't know who it was. But, but Michael, I mean, okay, you know, dogs, I suppose, feature probably out in the room. Our animals are pets because we love them so much. But her old dog, who obviously she misses, um, um, you know, bit her and died. So have you ever been bitten on the hand? We rule out the obvious. Have you ever no. been bitten on the hand or bitten <laughs> by a dog? Okay. So have you ever uh, thought about doing hands-on healing? Do you know what hands-on healing is where you're like something like Reiki or um, channeling energy into no. clients to help heal them? 
Never heard yeah. of that. Oh, I have heard of it, no, but <laughs> I've never done it. Okay. Um, you've got the ability to do it. And the dream mm-hmm. is saying you're to, you're to do something with your hands. So you, there's, there's probably other things you can do with your hands too, but you've got this as well. And, and so the dream is saying use this ability because you're, especially in a time of, you know, where this, we're talking about illness and people picking up things, mm-hmm. uh, it's a perfect time for you to, to get into using this ability. And it's something that um, it's very easy to show people. It's easier to show people how to do this than it is to even explain it. Mm-hmm. Because it only takes a few minutes, like two or three minutes. And when you can feel the energy channeling through your body, you can actually feel it. It's a tangible feeling. Then you know what I'm talking about. Whereas before that, it's like, okay, uh, am I making this up or whatever, whatever. But anybody with this ability, they can really feel the energy and feel it flow. And, and that's what you, your dream is encouraging you to do. Not like that. Um, is this all to do with your aura, Michael, is it? Go well, like the dog. Is, it, is this to do with your well, aura? Well, it's partly... It's partly, so the, your aura is made up of, like, we, we pull energy into our bodies uh, through our chakras, and any of the energy that isn't processed ends up in our aura. And so you can tell a lot about somebody by looking at their aura if, if you're one of the people that can see them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's machines, isn't there, that can, energy, they can look at infrared and you can kind of see some, well, some people say it's heat, others say it's aura. Yeah. It means nothing to me. I, you know, I, I can see them, but I can't anything about them but what I've noticed over the years is anybody who can see auras and see them with, with clarity um, and color they're always able to draw they're always an artist and I always find that very intriguing that you know mm. everybody you know and I'm doing this 30 years everybody who can ever see auras and see the colors they intuitively know what it means and they also can yellow. draw which is just oh, your, yours is yellow Michelle is it I've been told that mine's yellow okay and are you good with your hands Michelle <laughs> <laughs> I know it's after nine o'clock, <laughs> but I mean, are you, are you like? Can you paint? Can you draw? Do you do crafting uh, no, or any of that? Not no, really, not maybe you should really, take it up. No. Yeah, maybe you should take it up. You might be good at it. <laughs> All right, listen, Michelle. Thanks for that. I'm sorry to hear about your dog, by the way. What was his name? Dicey. And when did he die? <laughs> That's sixteen years. Ago. Oh, sixteen years ago is a long time ago. Now, I'm sorry, my poor Dicey. All right, listen, Michelle. Thank you very much indeed. I okay, appreciate thank it. you. Um, um, okay, let me just go to uh, Phil. You're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Phil? Oh, yeah. How you doing? You, you've got a question for Michael Sheridan. Go ahead, Phil. I have, and you're going to think I'm a lunatic. But everybody who rings the show is usually a lunatic anyway, so don't worry about it. You'll fit right in. Oh, um, my dream. I was. We were driving past houses. But there was all washing lines. But right. the washing lines were, I mean, colossal. I'm like, oh my God, look at the size of their washing lines. But there was no laundry hanging on them. Right, okay, they were just long, yeah. big washing lines. Yeah, but they were... Every house we passed, they are getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like, my lines aren't the biggest. <laughs> Why can't I have a big washing line like that? <laughs> but I have huge washing lines of my own back. And I'm like... I'm dreaming of washing lines and my daughter's like, Mother, you're losing the plot. <laughs> Does sound like, like a filler, yeah. <laughs> I am losing the plot now at this stage. I'm like, and there was no laundry lines. on the washing lines. So, no. so it was just the line you could see. They were big, thick, no. wide lines, were they? No, they were the big, they were big, long, white poles. Right. The washing lines. And it was the white poles is what I noticed. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> washing lines oh well okay I mean I suppose doing domestic chores and stuff like that but Michael I mean can you interpret that washing yeah. lines yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it's, <laughs> we do think you're crazy um, so <laughs> that's okay 
doing, doing laundry is about so clothes represent attitudes uh, and roles and dreams, but mostly attitudes, attitudes that you have towards things. And then um, so doing the laundry is about um, it can even be like about anxieties, you know, that you're like, I'm not sure how I need to address this or what way, what approach I need to take uh, to a particular situation. And so what you would do with that type of dream then is look for what's going on in your life where you're wondering what role, what way you should really play your part. That's probably the best way of putting it. And that dream is, is about that, but it's saying you haven't found the solution yet, unfortunately. But that, that's really what it is. And because you have the... <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Phil? I don't think I'll ever find a solution at this stage. No, maybe not, no. <laughs> no. But the white poles are saying uh, the attitude you need to not have is one of uh, being critical, being like saying to somebody that this is the only way you can do this. Um, and that's, that's, the, that's the only thing we know in the dream because of the color that you're showing. Right. So it's right. like, so in summary, it's about how you approach a particular thing and, and not to be critical with whoever else is involved in, in right. whatever it is going on in your life. All right, okay. Thanks, Phil. See ya. He's looking at four walls. I know, I don't know. I don't know how people are managing to remember what to dream about at the moment. We're all, we're all, we all have cabin fever. Uh, thanks, Phil. Uh, so he says, Niall, can you ask Michael, when I go to bed at 12 o'clock, I fall asleep. When I wake up to go to the loo, or go, I wake up at three to go to the loo, the dreams start. So in other words, he's not dreaming between 12 and 3, but as soon as he goes to the loo, he starts dreaming. Or yeah, dream. so it's, it, we do dream. We, we, there is a very well-known cycle, um, and it's about a 90-minute cycle, and we dream in part of that cycle. But when we've already... So our first sleep at night is very deep, in a like, very delta wave kind of sleep, and we don't remember much from that when we have that deep sleep. But when you wake up and you go back to bed, you're not going to be in such a deep sleep, and that's why it's easier to remember dreams. So when people are doing my courses I, and, and they don't have re, good recall, a trick is to set a second alarm clock to go off an hour before you need to get up. And then your, your last hour of sleep is going to be much lighter because you've already got most of the sleep you need and you will remember the dreams in between. And it, that's all it is. I set five alarms usually to get up in the morning. <laughs> but what has happened now, I've got, <laughs> I don't be still. I, I know, I've got to the point now where I know the first four are fake, so I just keep snoozing them all the time. <laughs> Let me go to Catherine. Catherine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Catherine? Oh, sorry, Catherine, you need to turn you sorry, on there. Yeah. Go ahead, Catherine. Um, I'd like to ask Michael about two recurrent dreams that I have. Okay. Okay, the first one is my teeth crumbling in my mouth. And I'm, I literally wake up feeling that my feet are, are being, my teeth are at the back of my throat. And I, I actually go into the bathroom and I feel I have to spit out all these teeth, right? That's okay. the first one. Right, okay. And Niall and Michael, the second one then is I recurrently dream about not being able to find a, a what would you call it, a private place to go to the bathroom. Right, okay. So you, you, oh, you can't yeah. find a tank of privacy, okay. Demented, yeah. I can't so, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So both those, dreams, both those dreams are in the top ten. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of people running around at night everything. looking for the toilets. I've never been in the top ten before in my life, but there you go. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> surprising, it's surprising. So um, the teeth falling out, there's two things in general that it's about. The first is raising kids. And so if, if you are thinking about having kids or you're at a point where your kids say are going to leave the nest or they're doing something that's very stressful and it stresses you, 
then you can have that dream where you, you like you want to be able to do the best for them and you don't feel you can um, or you yeah. you know they're going to go out on their own and they need to live their own life and you mm-hmm. won't have the reins on them that you normally have and so that's the one of the most common reasons is it's to do with childbearing another one is of course if you get to that stage in life where you're hitting menopause and you yeah. can't have more kids and you can dream of it too Okay, so it's it's the kind of that yearning to protect your children when you don't feel you have that much control over them anymore. And that's yeah, because animals animals carry their young around with their teeth, and they use the teeth for defence and all sorts of things of the right. kids and of their young. And and we're animals on the animal planet, so the analogy is it's always just like what's the sideways analogy to this particular symbolism? Right. The, trying to find the bathroom. Oh, sorry. One of the things uh, teeth can be about, but I don't think it is in your case, is if there's something really stressful going on. You know, we have the expression about taking a bite at life. So if there's something mm-hmm. where you feel like you've bitten off more than you can chew or you're not yeah. able to address something, it's like I wouldn't have the means to do that. That can also uh, trigger dreams where you have problems with your teeth. Okay, those two, both both of those comments definitely resound with me. Thank okay, you. all right, okay. And, and we're getting back to your bathroom one, which I find more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she's running around looking for the toilet. I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, is, is, that, is, is that a common one as well? Is this, by the way, Michael? People can't find the toilet. It's not as common. The, the, the teeth falling out is probably the most common one. Yeah, I've heard of um, that one before. But yeah, the, yeah, uh, but it's it's very very common. Uh, so what what the dream is about is um, because privacy is the issue. It's about letting go, eliminating psychological elimination. It's not about physical elimination. So it's about eliminating something. Um, or fears around something that um, you don't want other people um, to see. Uh, so, for instance, if, if you're afraid of public speaking, whatever the... You know, so it's an inhibition, so to before speak. You're trying to, yeah, if you're Go trying on. to... If whatever else is happening in the earlier part of the dream gives us a clue about what it is you need to like eliminate. So, um, so something else will be happening at the start of the dream, and then that piece says, the fears that you have around that situation, that's what you need to get rid of. All right. Oh, okay. wow. Okay, thank you, Michael. All right, Catherine, I'm, I hope that you're happy with that. Thanks, and that guys. can be enough. Thanks. Knowing what it is can be enough to stop the dreams completely, and that's, that's okay. Well, okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you won't have those dreams anymore, Catherine. All right. Now, loads of people, by the way, texting in questions as well. What does it mean uh, when you keep dreaming about a house that you don't want to go into uh, because it's, uh, for some reason, terrifying? Uh, you, but you feel compulsion that you have to go in even when it is terrifying. So, um, so a scary house, wanting to go into a scary house, even though you know you're going to be scared. Yeah, so approaching a house in a dream, I mean, it can be a number of things, but one of the most common things about approaching a house and entering it in a dream is about coming to the physical plane. So the houses often represent the physical body, you know, because we're in the house all the time. So if, you, if we think of ourselves as a spirit inside the body or a soul inside the body, it, it kind of makes sense of, of the analogy in the dream. You going into a building is you going into a physical body. But it's, it's usually about you while you're in the womb. And so it's saying that something went on in your life while your mom was pregnant with you that, that you didn't like. It was an experience you didn't like. And it could be about how she felt about having a baby or there could have been some trauma that was endured uh, while she was pregnant with you. But that's where it's, it's taking you. And that, you know, most people... They, can be aware of it because, you know, you'll know if there was complications. And um, so knowing it as well, knowing what it is can sometimes stop the negative feelings around the dream. It won't stop the dreams. You'll still have dreams where you're entering buildings, but now you're curious about what 
what's on on the inside as opposed to being scared about it. Okay, one of the WhatsApp messages here. I, I have to, the amount of people who are texting in their dreams to us here, we're getting a good insight into what's going on out there in society. I can remember a dream <laughs> I had uh, more than uh, on one occasion, more, uh, more, more than one occasion, for, uh, over 40 years ago. A swimming pool-sized sink full of dirty uh, water, and myself and my mother and one of my sisters fell into the pool, uh, started draining, uh, it started draining, and we were sucked down the plug hole. I never knew how it ended because I woke myself up. Any idea what it means? So, in other words, you know, <laughs> falling into a pool yeah. or into a big sink and then going down the plug hole. Well, it's because it's dirty water. If it was just a regular pool and it wasn't dirty, then it's going to be about getting into life or your spiritual side or something positive. But when the water is dirty, it's about your, uh, because she talks about the drain in particular, it's about uh, needing to improve your, improve your diet, detoxify and cleanse your bloodstream. Now, Mom is in it as well, so there's a connection with mom. So it's, there's always a psychological or emotional element in dreams as well as the physical. And it's 40 years old, though, so yeah. I would say completely ignore that dream. Don't do anything about it. <laughs> right, yeah. because it, it doesn't matter now, yeah. The case today, yeah. Yeah. Okay, loads of people by the way texting in a dream, having dreams about aeroplanes. Well, we think we're all dreaming about aeroplanes at the moment because we've forgotten what it's like to be on one. But I mean, uh, dreams <laughs> about dreams about aeroplanes. I mean, I suppose that would be common. Are dreams more common at certain times of the year? Like, would you dream of Santa Claus at Christmas? Would you dream of chocolate at Easter? Yeah. Would you dream of yeah, for sure? You know, beaches during the summer. You know, you do because it's on your mind. And again, it's just it, your dreams pull it in because it's a good symbol to use. And airplanes. Um, like if the airplane's landing, it's going to be about your arrival on the planet. The most influential time in our lives is when we're kids, and uh, especially like when we're under somebody else's influence and there's nothing we can do about it. And our dreams often bring us back to say, hey, something went on here that is holding you back in your life today. So like you're, you're finding difficulty day, today it, and you want to solve it. If you really want to solve it, you need to look back here and solve that, and, and, and that's going to fix it. So planes landing can be about arrival. Planes taken off can, uh, are a departure um, and would usually be very positive and say, if there's something else, if there's something you're thinking about doing, like changing career or adding something to your career or taking up, like because you're, you're trapped in, you're, you're going to decide I'm going to do something online, do some course online, having a dream where a plane is taken off is a very positive encouragement for that because it's saying that departure is going to be good for you. Um, I have a recurring dream, not me personally, uh, the texter. I have a recurring dream about hair stuck in my throat. Ah, okay. So um, hair in dreams, hair comes from the head uh, and represents thoughts uh, almost all the time in dreams. So when the hair is stuck in your throat, it's saying that something you're thinking about, you're not expressing something you're thinking about because the throat is, is where the voice box is. So... It should be very obvious to the dreamers, like, oh, yeah, I know what it is. It's this idea I've had for ages and, or whatever it is. And I'm not saying it. I'm just not saying it. So say it, and that's going to end those dreams. Well, Might start a fight, though. Yeah, and what, what about somebody texting earlier on, by the way, and said they don't have any dreams or they've never had them? Is that, is that unusual for yeah. people never? To, I mean, I actually say I don't have that many dreams, I'll be honest with you. I do have now and again, but I, it wouldn't be very common. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't so remember. So everybody them. dreams. We know that the only people who don't dream are, are people who are in a coma, and that there is one physical brain injury you can get that stops you dreaming. But other than that, everybody dreams, and the cycle is the same. And it's just that you know it has. It's not something that's been interesting to you so far. Um, okay. You know, but it, but even people who say they never dream, 
they usually have one or two that they remember, you know, from some time in their life. Um, but yeah, the, the research is done is well enough done on that to know that we all dream and we all dream it the same amount uh, and so on. Um, another one here. I had a dream every night for about two years when I was 14 and always woke up uh, with a pain in my arms. Uh, my dream always ended with me holding my dad and sister over a cliff trying to pull them back up. And the pain in my arms would be extreme and I'd wake up constantly crying as I wasn't able to hold on and watch them fall. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, that's very interesting, isn't it, that you can actually have the physical pain that matches what's going on in the dream. Mm -hmm. Um, So the questions I would have for that dreamer is, like, what was going on with your dad and your sister at that time in your life when you were 14? And um, because that would be super important. Would it be fear Uh, of losing them, I suppose, would it? Is it fear of losing a person? Well, yeah, yeah. So so it could be that. And, And so it could be, like, there could have been a divorce. And you're going to go with mom and or whatever it is. Oh, okay. Um, so there's going to be something that will be the trigger for it. But the cliff part would, is also an indicator. Um, you know, it, but we'd need to know more about what was going on in life at the time. Yeah, okay. So, you, so you, to interpret certain dreams, you have to understand the person probably in the psychology behind that a bit. Or more. else you need more of the dream. All right. No, if I had that dream and I had time to... to Sit on a sit and work on it, then it would be fine. But just to keep it entertaining on the radio, it's not a, yeah. not enough for me to. to yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of the text coming. I'm a fisherman, and I constantly dream of millions of live prawns. I think you're wishful thinking, fisherman. I have hoping to get them. <laughs> I suppose I, I don't think in a food is that a common dream. Just thinking of food, or uh, would that be common? People thinking of uh, eating. Th- Particular foods would be, um, you know, one thing that is common for people now is dreaming of going to restaurants and bars because they're excluded from doing that. Uh, and so definitely that's, that's gone up, um, you know, because of the social di- loss of contact. Um, but it's the particular food. Usually whatever food that's in your dream is a food your body can't tolerate very well. Uh, the exception would be, though, if you're vegan and you're dreaming of meat in a butcher's window or, or meat in a very positive way. So if, if you, then it's saying you need to add meat to your diet. Or if you dream of a beautiful buffet where all the food is, is presented just yeah. where you really want to eat that food, then that's saying you need to take it, start eating it or increase the variety in your diet. But in general, whatever food shows up is a food you're being told to cut down on or to cut out. Just two more things. In relation to the previous dream about the sister and the father over the cliff, the person texts back in and oh, says, great. yeah, it said my dad was an alcoholic and my sister was going down the same road. So that, I suppose okay. that puts so some that's what it is. Yeah. Fair, fair of losing them that they're, they're, they're walking off a cliff and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, let me see. Um, somebody, else says, uh, somebody else said, I dream of going to hell um, and then wake up crying. Or so, Where is it again? I have to try and find it now. I thought they're losing it here. Um, okay, well, I think it was, generally speaking, their, their fear of going to hell. Now, I don't know if they know what hell is like, but we have, we have an idea. Anyway. <laughs> um, I could tell you some, some of the places I've been to in life have been hell. But, okay, fear of going to hell and then waking up crying. So, uh, again, you would ask the dreamer, what does hell mean to them? Um, so, have, most of the time, it's people have done something that they feel they're going to be persecuted for. So, they actually persecute themselves in their dreams. And, and really the dream is trying to get them over it and say, look, uh, it's not going to be, so if you dream you've gone to hell and you wake up and you're okay, it's like, okay, it didn't kill you. And, but the intention is really to try to get you to stop 
worrying about the thing that, that you think has, has damned you because it hasn't. You know, nothing can ever damn you. Nothing you ever do can ever damn you, no matter how bad it is. Um, but depending on your upbringing, you may not believe that. And, and this dream is trying to overcome that. And, and the last one, because I, I, could, I, could, I could be here all night reading these out to you, by the way. Uh, my most recurrent dream is where I try to run just anywhere, but it feels like someone has, has got a hold of my jumper behind me. Uh, so I'm running at uh, like 10% of the pace. It's infuriating. In other words, you're trying to get away and you feel like you're running on the spot and getting nowhere. Somebody's holding on to you. Yeah. So um, people are being chased or things behind you that are, that are going to get you is one in the top 10 list of dreams. And it's about issues from the past that you can't get away from, something you need to face in order to improve your ability to move forward in life. And it's very clearly laid out in that dream. Um, but when you have a dream where you don't have the full power, you don't, like, you don't have the full strength of your body, that tells you it actually goes back to when you were very young, when you didn't have the strength. You know, you have, you have legs when you're a child, uh, when you're an infant, but you, they don't, uh, you can't walk with them. You know, yeah. So it, it brings you back to that kind of time when they're kind of useless. So it really just tells us the time frame that whatever the dream is trying to deal with is likely um, around, you know, up to age one and a half kind of time frame. Um, and so whatever you need to look at in your life and, and heal is back there. Well, listen, it's been intriguing, to say the least. Uh, Michael Sheridan, if people want more information, by the way, you can go to Michael's website, Ashling Dream Interpretation, and it's dream-analysis.com. So it's dream-analysis.com. And you can, people can get in touch with you directly as well if they want to talk to you, because I know you do other stuff too. Um, but, Michael, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Um, and I have to say, I find it quite intriguing, and I'm sure a lot of people did. The amount of texts and calls we could have put on the air, we could have spent three hours on this. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Michael. I appreciate you coming on the air. Thanks for having me. There you go, Michael Sheridan, and you can go to Ashling Dream Interpretation uh, if you want to search it in Google, and that's Ashling spelled A-I-S-L-I-N-G. Or you can go, if you want to put the address in, it is dream-analysis.com. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.